Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. Getting well and staying well, that's living vibrantly. Goshen Health can get you there. Feel better, do more, live vibrantly. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds of Service. Welcome to the Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner, and today's episode is the Sound of Service, featuring Mindy Moorhead, the Executive Director of Interfaith Hospitality Network here in Goshen. Sound of Service is presented in part by DJ Construction, serving our community for more than 65 years. DJ Construction, decidedly different. Oh, Mindy, first of all, welcome to the program. Welcome to ministry. Uh, boy, what a neat haul it's been for you. How long have you been with Interfaith now? Thank you very much for having me. I've been there for almost 13 years. Wow. Time flies when you're having fun. Yes, huh? it does. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and the bottom line is, you know, it, it, I, I've known you for some time, and I've got to see you and the mission firsthand. And, and when I say time flies when you're having fun, well, it's not fun every day. I know that. <laughs> But when your work and your personal mission are one and the same, that's got to be amazingly satisfying at the end of the day. Yeah, it truly doesn't feel like I come to work. Mm -hmm. And I think that's it. That's the key to happiness all the way around is I come to work and I'm excited most days to mm -hmm. be there. And I, I really enjoy what I do. So yep, you know, Every once in a while, one of those days, like, oh, <laughs> why am I doing this? But then, but then success stories come along. Yeah. And, and, and your ministry has been filled with them. And I want to get to that in just a moment. But first, for those folks who are tuning in who have certainly heard of the Interfaith Hospitality Network, but aren't exactly sure what it is you do, just kind of give us a little bit of the elevator speech on that. Okay. We are a program shelter. We service um, single females and anyone with minor age children. So we even take single dads. Um, mm -hmm. We don't separate families. So we're unique um, in that respect because mom and dads get to stay together and then we work with them. Mm -hmm. And these are folks who just homeless is the, is the term, but uh, you know, certainly uh, are in need of just a steadying time in their life. And that's something that you're able to provide. Yes. Um, a lot of times I tell them when they come in, they spend the first 48 hours just resting. Mm -hmm. Just I, We let them take this time, relax, and then we'll get into the heavy stuff. Mm -hmm. and, so. and it's important to note, too, it's not just a place to stay. Uh, right. This is a, a full-service, impactful program where you're trying to get folks from point A to point B and point C, and, and that includes a number of different services, correct? Right. So we, like I said, we're a program shelter, so we're a 24-hour shelter. If they leave, they have to report where they're going during the day. Um, we work with mental health. We work, um, we've partnered with a few corporations where if they've not been used to getting to work every single day or getting there on time, that will still work with them, not fire them. Um, their goals change every 30 days. So when they come in, they start out very small, obtainable, and their stays are 30-day stays. They get reviewed. As long as they're making success, they get an extension and can be with us for up to two years. But every 30 days, they're writing us a letter telling us why they should get another 30 days, what they've done. So they look at their own success, and if they've not made that progress, they see why they've not made that progress. 
And probably at the top of the list, I mean, when we talk about whether it's shelter or, or being able to have warm meals or getting the program services or what have you, for many of these families, especially single mothers with a couple of different children who find their way to your services, it's many times just an opportunity to breathe and, yeah. and, and catch up. Yeah. It's when you have kids and you're having to go from couch to couch or something happens, it's overwhelming. And so they, they come in with that opportunity to breathe. And we've worked with a lot of great agencies. Like we, our little bar guests get a year membership to the Boys and Girls Club for free. Mm -hmm. And so the kids, if they're school age, they get to go there and the parents have that extra time to, to breathe, to relax, mm -hmm. to work on what they need to. So, and, it, and again, the, it's full service. That mm -hmm. They have a place to stay. Uh, there's family activities. Uh, there are meals provided or yep. they, pr they participate in preparing the meals. And you get a lot of support from a lot of different churches in this community, correct? Yes. We partner with 20 different congregations oh in the community. So Everything from providing some overnight help to preparing meals and, and so, providing supplies. Yeah. Churches don't provide overnight support okay. anymore. We did um, hire a security company okay. a couple years ago. So, um, But they do get to come in. They get to spend time with them while they eat their meals. You know, you learn a lot about someone and they learn a lot about you around the table. Mm -hmm. So we invite volunteers to come in. And, and, the, and the program is currently housed at St. Mark's United Methodist Church on the north side of Goshen. But you've been in the headlines lately, um, <laughs> which is a good thing. Yes. And you're getting ready to make what is amounting to a very exciting move. Yes. So we partnered with Goshen Community Schools and we will be taking over the Merit Learning Center. So the contract will go before the school board, probably at the next school board meeting. Mm -hmm. So everything else, we just got approval from BZA last Tuesday. The tech review went good. So we are moving full speed ahead. Oh, that's terrific. Talk about what the advantages are going to be to be able to move into that building. Uh, biggest advantage is we're going to be handicapped accessible. So we're ground level, um, which is really nice. It'll be our own building. And um, also, Goshen Schools is keeping their night classes in there. So a lot of our guests attend those classes, and they won't have to go outside the facility anymore, too. Um, and, and you'll end up, and it's a, a neighborhood setting as well, which is, which is a real advantage, uh, because it gives people the opportunity, that comfort opportunity, if you will, of, of being in, within walking distance of a grocery store, within walking distance of downtown, if or that's the need. We're two blocks from a trolley stop. Mm -hmm. That's that's really exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet it is. So talk about how that came about. It, did the school approach you? Were you in the process of looking? Or So we actually had, um, I guess, it was in need of the services mm -hmm. at Merritt. So when I was calling, I found out that they were, some of their classes were moving. And so we it led us to check. Mm -hmm. And... Here we are. <laughs> so we, we approach the school. Mm -hmm. And is, is there an opportunity then to, for you to expand services beyond what you're doing now? Yes. Um, down the road, though. Right now, the neighborhood had a lot of concerns. So I'm excited to teach them about who we serve, let them see firsthand who mm -hmm. we serve. So it's a three-year. We have to go back before BZA in three years. Mm -hmm. So it'll be after that. that so we have to give a little bit of a tip of the cap, round of applause, whatever the case may be. And you've got some great community partners, and, and we certainly don't mean to single anyone out. But then again, we do, uh, in the fact that 
New Way Construction just has really stepped up as a partner, both in terms of some board leadership and mm-hmm. the, the other things that they're helping um, with this mission. What a great community partner for you. Oh, yes. Um, they're, they're doing all the work, but they've stepped up over the years. Jan mm-hmm. Uslan was a board member. He's been a volunteer since um, Interfaith started, which was, we've been in, this is our 27th year. Um, they stepped up when we did the night, the uh, low barrier mm-hmm. shelter. They stepped up and did all the construction there. They just, uh, we were a monthly um, community spotlight forum. So they're well, really big partners. In, a, in addition, Mindy, to being a servant leader, you are a dreamer. Uh, so I want to tap into that <laughs> a little bit. What are your dreams as you get ready to prepare for this next move and for the opportunities that this move to the Merit Center presents? What are some of your dreams about what Interfaith Hospitality will be able to provide in the future? I would love to see us have a place for with program beds for men. You know, just a small amount of men, what's needed for the Goshen area, them not to have to leave their community, but mm-hmm. then also to have beds for older individuals, couples that don't have children. It, for men in particular, um, especially at this time of the year, uh, with, with weather being what it is, what have been, what, what are some of the barriers, if you will, what, what, what have been some of the roadblocks from being able to provide? Because it just seems to be, a, a, whether we're dealing with the tent cities that popped up or the shelter that, that did its best last year but wasn't able to replicate this year, what are some of those roadblocks that keep coming up? Well, I think, you know, we did the low barrier for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, the first year it went good because we had polar vortex and we actually had, Interfaith had two facilities. We opened up the one facility during the day for the men where they were getting case management. Mm-hmm. That right there is where we lack that case management for our men that are unsheltered. So then we got them all helped. We only had one repeat the next year, and it was for one night. So we took the 24 that we housed, and Mm -hmm. only one needed service the next year. Case management's a big key. So Faith Mission has a great facility for low barrier, Mm -hmm. but then we have those residents here in Goshen that don't want to go. They don't want to leave their community. Well, and in, in, in some cases, it may be because of family. In some cases, it may be just, okay, if I go there, how do I get back? Right. You know, and those kind of things. Mindy, in, in terms of selling the mission and, and assuring the community, you know, this is something that we need to do and it's something that we shouldn't be afraid to do. How difficult has that conversation been over the years? Um, it, it got really difficult after last year. Mm-hmm. We weren't helping the ones that really needed help with the low barrier. We had 52 individuals and 49 of them were from out of the area. Wow. It became, we had a lot of issues with drugs and violence. Mm -hmm. So that doesn't help because people see that. They see the police calls in the paper and there's a fear. There's a Mm -hmm. fear of what they see in the parks or on the sidewalk, which those aren't the ones that I'm talking about that really need help. It's the ones who want help themselves mm-hmm. that I want to be able to help. Well, my standard answer there is that um, nothing in Goshen can be as dangerous as the road to Samaria. And uh, the story of the Good Samaritan takes place there. So, you know, we, sometimes we have to do a little bit of an adjustment. 
in talking about those challenges, I wanted to flip the script just a little bit and putting you a little bit on the spot because you got to think, but uh, hopefully you had a, enough of a of time. If you had to share just one story, a one success story for a family, for a single mother, whoever that may be, what's a typical, and there's no such thing I know as typical, but what's a good example of a story of this woman, this family, this, this client, this guest went from point A to point B to point C, and now look what's happened. Um, so I have I have quite a few of those, but mm-hmm. there's there's two that stands out to me. But one really in particular, and it's because I just visited her. Mm-hmm. Um, she was sixty two years old, had a huge drug addiction. Um, she'd been in a lot of shelters, but was big shelters where she was a number wasn't really getting the help or she would go out and um, she wasn't ever getting her mental health treated. It was, you come in, you get a job and Mm -hmm. you get out of here. So she came in and it was right when we changed our programming to where if you have mental illness, you don't, I don't want you to look for work at first. We focus on that mental illness. Mm -hmm. That's what she did. She's been in her own apartment for um, almost three years. She's been clean for four. And so she just um, celebrated her 66th birthday. Oh, that's terrific. And to see she her apartment spotless all the time, her furniture's clean. To see that, that's what gets me excited. Mm-hmm. And also, we have a group that makes quilts for our guests, and her bed is made with that quilt every time I go there. I just, I take so much pride in that. As a community, all the volunteers that went behind that mm-hmm. to see her today, I wish I wish everyone could see her apartment and how she is. So on the tough days when they come, all you have to do is close your eyes. You can see that smile, mm-hmm. and it makes it all worthwhile. Yeah, uh, and- because it is a tremendous success story. Mindy, uh, this fifteen minutes went by quickly. We'll have <laughs> to do it again sometime. But how can people get involved? How can they help? Um, reach out to us. We Right now, we don't actually have volunteers coming in the building with COVID, mm-hmm. but there's still many ways, um, taking people to appointments, uh, bringing supplies, anything like that. So call us at 534-2300, and we'll get you set up. That's 534-2300. Mindy, thank you very much. Thank you. It is indeed a labor of love, is it not? <laughs> yes, it is. All right, Mindy Moorhead. The Sound of Service has been presented in part by DJ Construction. Decidedly different. Thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Vince Turner.